0: ride the vibe with michael Litton. good day planet earth oh i'm so fired up to have kristen tinsley local atlanta native in the house (laughs) here at the drs atlanta studios for this uh fantastic ride the vibe show we're going to play some original music kristen welcome
1: hi thank you for having me
0: oh my gosh it's (laughs) such an honor to have you in the studio Likewise. And for all your fans who are legion, because you've been gigging for a long, long time. Uh,
1: it's been a minute. It's, <laughs> it's, it's creeping up on me. Uh, gosh, almost, I almost think I'm about 13, 14 years now, wow. maybe 15. And
0: you just celebrated your birthday. We're not going to say what number either, because no. that's not polite. Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll keep that secret. But history. happy birthday.
0: <laughs> and you. in the spirit of your birthday, and for those fans that may not be familiar with Ride the Vibe, the way we roll this show, I call it a CD listening party. So we're going to play your songs, about six of them, not in their entirety, because we want to cue people up to go out and either download or buy or however they get their music and then go out and see you live, (laughs) right?
1: Exactly. That'd be awesome. And
0: you're going to (laughs) play one of the songs, part of the song uh, in the studio here. Yes. And then we're going to chit chat about the music. And so we encourage people to sit back in the comfort of an environment of their choosing, wherever that may be, even on a raft with weather like this.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I'm in my
0: Hawaiian shirt.
1: Go go ahead and break (laughs) into the neighborhood pool. It's all right. Right now, it's
0: okay. You heard (laughs) it from Kristen. And then uh, we encourage you to get a beverage of your choice. In the studio, we are featuring a 2017 Estate Rosé from the Westwood Annandale Gap Vineyard. And this was graciously uh, provided by our sponsor tonight, uh, Deep Roots Wine Market and Tasting Room, Dana Gorella and her uh, son, Eddie. So gracious to uh, continue to to uh, provide us beverages for the show. So Very cheers. Cheers. And also, we're t- we have uh, a special guest in the house, Lucy Piller, who runs a production company, All Right Now Entertainment. So, Lucy, welcome. She's not Mike, so she can't say anything. So, Kristen and I can talk trash about her.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She can communicate through me.
0: Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Sign language. And where we are is the DRS Atlanta Studios. The owner and the executive producer of the show, Waheed Gomes, uh, does such a brilliant job for us. So, talk about Cry Cry Out to the Night.
1: Well, it was... Your uh,
0: debut
1: Yeah, so it's a debut Quite some time ago. I uh, released it in 2006. Yeah. But um, a buddy of mine that uh, just kind of believed in me and my music yeah. kind of hooked me up with a studio uh, that was a buddy of his, yep. a sound engineer. And uh, luckily at that time, I had met a lot of very talented musicians yep. who agreed to come and help me. And I, yeah, we just went for it. And yep. I ended up uh, having a little more of a hand in the production than anticipated, but... Uh, you know, it. <laughs> you got to get it done. Yeah. and I just figured it out. Along and all the way. original music. All original, yes. Yeah.
0: and I love it. It's a really we're gonna and we're gonna hear a bunch of the tracks, but it it would. Is it safe to say, Kristen, that really it was a labor of love almost since birth, since you started singing at four? So you have you had it in you all that time, I, and it just needed
1: to I have, and come it up? was interesting. I uh, I was a really good athlete. Right. Um, I could if I wanted to play a sport, I could walk out there and do it. Yeah. And um, I, my parents just really wanted me to go that direction. And yeah. I asked them for piano lessons, guitar lessons, vocal lessons. Yeah. And I was singing all, uh, all through elementary school and into the beginning of middle school. Yeah. And when I realized that just, they were never going to Support facilitate that, that yeah. I just decided, you know, fine, then I'm just going to go play yeah. uh, whatever sport it yeah. was. And then I decided on volleyball... As far as the one I was going to really stick with and pursue into further like college and try to get a scholarship, which I did, but it just took me that life went that way. But, um, my freshman year in college, I had a lot going on kind of started creeping back up that I never focused on it, yeah. and I was a little sad, so I decided, why not? Might as well do it now or never. Yeah, right. <laughs> Better discussed. late than never, Better as uh, than uh,
0: never. my yes. dear friend Peter Perkins says in the, in the song we use as a... <laughs> well, th- this song, I-, I don't like to... Uh, I-, I say I don't have favorites, right? But this <laughs> one, at first listen, mm-hmm. after you sent me the CD, in the run-up to the show, really hit me. So, Wahid, if we could, let's... Uh, this is the first song on Cry Out to the Night, Kristen Tinsley's debut album. And uh, let's hear a little bit of Sabrina if we could. Oh You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael in the last DJ, saying what he wants to say, playing what he wants to say, and in this case, playing Kristen Tinsley's Cry Out to the Night. And I have to say, that song is hauntingly familiar.
1: <laughs> is it now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Talk yeah. about that. Well, um. Uh...
0: And for those who don't know, hauntingly familiar is a lyric from Stevie Nicks' song Edge of Seventeen
1: which is definitely one of my favorites. But, uh, you know, uh, clearly Stevie Nicks is one of my uh, heroes and idols and an influence big time on my writing and song style, um, especially through this album. (laughs) There's no question. But, uh, no, I just... uh, Not
0: a bad thing, I might add. No, no. (laughs) I think quite a great thing and a high compliment.
1: (laughs) Well, um, yes, I just... I loved Rhiannon, it was one of my most favorite songs when I started digging more into her repertoire. Yeah. And uh, I just really gravitated and kind of wanted my own Rihanna ish yeah. song and yeah. I had no idea how to do it, what I was going to do, but I had written half of that song and it was just sitting in a notebook and it struck me this one day. Happened to be at a private party. Yeah, something kind of tragic happened. Luckily, yeah. no one was super injured, but it gave me the name yeah. and kind of the so respiration Inspiration of the
0: comes from anywhere.
1: Kind of isn't
0: that crazy? Even from <laughs> from darkness, many times
1: it yeah. really can. It's just a matter of how you look at yeah. it, I yeah. believe, and what you decide to do with it. Because you can take something horrible and kind of, you know, work your way through yeah. it by writing and getting it out a different way and yeah. it can help you deal with things.
0: Well, you nailed it. <laughs>
1: oh, thank you.
0: <laughs> nailed it. A fitting tribute. Stevie Nicks, if you're yeah, out there th- listening to Ride the Vibe, <laughs> <laughs> for her birthday, she would love to meet you.
1: <laughs> that, yes. Um, mm-hmm. Not even just my birthday, any day of the week. <laughs> like, I don't know, we can call it whatever. <laughs> yeah,
0: just call, right, it's, however.
1: <laughs> it's a day that ends in Y, you know.
0: <laughs> well, it's fantastic. So who played on that album with you? A couple of the players.
1: Um, yes. So I did the acoustic tracks. Kyle Glady, who was a very dear friend of mine, did the uh, piano in it. Yeah. Greg Hyde did the bass and guitar. Yep. And Gary Chumney played drums on it. Nice. So and well, then shout I did all the them. backing vocals.
0: Yeah. Oh, you did so. Ah, uh-huh, nice.
1: Yes, I did all the backing vocals yeah. on all the all the CD. Yeah. So I love it.
0: I Love <laughs> that. That is uh, that is too cool. I, one of my favorites off the uh, off the album. But I also like this one coming up, <laughs> call out my name now. Before we play it, talk about you had a seminal moment <clears throat> in, as as I understand it, in you know, in the run up to the show. Chatting with you in the run up to the show in watching Fleetwood Max The Dance.
1: Yes. Which oh. for those
0: of you listeners that haven't seen that or listened to it, it, it's a must, I believe.
1: It is one of the, my parents had given that to me for Christmas. In
0: DVD? Or in, in DVD, DVD. yes. Yeah.
1: Well, both. Yeah, Yeah. right. <laughs> the CD, I mean, and you can't have one without no, the other. No, no, right,
0: right, right. <laughs> but, Although uh, they shortchange this on the CD. They do. The one song.
1: Uh, go. Uh, let's see, there's, uh, I believe it's- there are a
0: couple, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, so afraid they cut that guitar solo so hard and but go
0: insane. I think is totally not on the. It's not, it's not on the CD. Well,
1: no, it is. Uh, go insane is not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they anyway. So the DVD, I when I saw that because it wasn't on the album. Yeah, um, I. Ended up downloading it somewhere And putting it on a CD Because it was such a fantastic yeah. song But uh, I know there's a guy That we were long distance talking While I was at Georgia Southern yeah. And uh, He was going through some things But he would always call me To discuss And That's where The uh, The title came from Cry the song, out my name Call out my or name Or call out yes. my name Excuse me <laughs> It's okay call- I know it gets confusing Yeah cry out the night yeah, cry- Not <laughs> No no
0: Well the last DJ gets all bollock stuff <laughs>
1: But, um, yeah, and then I think just kind of a subliminal thing with listening to that song, when you picked up on that, you said, have you heard this song? And I said, absolutely. And I didn't even think about it, but that very well could be where the kind of it came from. Yeah.
0: The birth Uh, was Go Insane by Lindsey Buckingham. Which became your song, Call Out My Name, in combination with... Right, because that's one of the
1: main lyrics, uh, uh, I believe, in the chorus when he says, and you call out my name. Yes.
0: Exactly, (laughs) when he's frenetically playing that brilliant guitar. Right, right. Well, I think uh, enough of Michael Litton talking about this. (laughs) Let's hear this. Call Out My Name. If we could cue that up. And again, we're not playing in its entirety.
2: see the struggle that's in your eyes and i'm not believing your passing lies i feel that you have
0: Kristen Tinsley's CD, "Cry Out to the Night." So y'all go out and it's a fantastic song, as all of them are on the CD. Go out and download some of those, will you? Because it's tough to make a living as an artist. Talk talk about that a little bit. You are you. I'd I like I take a, a quote from what they said about James Brown. You're the hardest work, hardest working woman in show business. Um,
1: thank you. <laughs> you I, gig all the time. I do now. Yeah. It wasn't always that way. Yeah. Um, but it you know. Thank goodness I stuck with it and yeah. just kept grinding and you meet people. Yeah. You don't even know that are going to turn out to be someone that's going to end up managing a bar, and then that you're the first phone right. call. Yeah. That's been something that's helped tremendously over the years. Well, you're a bright busy. light
0: and you radiate out positivity, <laughs> and that comes <laughs> well, back, right? Th-
1: well, thank you. I try. Uh, I guess it's just it's just my nature, but yeah. you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do a job like this, you've always kind of got you've got to be on yeah, and all you the time. Have a
0: passion for it. So wow. Well, we are going to take a short break. But stay with us. We're going to uh, support our sponsor, DRS Atlanta, the studio we're in. Living room, comfortable living room style Very setting. Very comfortable. So for those uh, musicians out there that are looking for a place to, uh, you know, perhaps do some work, uh, you want to check out Wahid Gums. And then for those of you that are looking for someone who knows everybody on the planet in the m- music world, you absolutely need to talk to Lucy Pillar. If you want to get booked anywhere, any, anytime, <laughs> she is the woman. We're going to be right back. And when we come back... We got a real treat because Christian's going to play a little bit of A Kind of Man, and then we're going to segue into the song. So we'll be right back. Stay with us. Ride the vibe.
3: DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service, their work is fast and efficient, and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com or call them at 404 590 0779. Again, that's 404 590 0779. DRS, when the right sound matters.
0: You are back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ. That's DRS Atlanta. One of our, where we are, in fact, right here in Roswell, GA, and uh, we are on Ride the Vibe with Kristen Tinsley, having a fascinating conversation, playing some killer music off her CD, Cry Out to the Night, and we have a real treat, because you're going to play a little bit in the studio of Kind of Man, another great song. Yes. Do you want to talk a little bit about that before you play it, or do you want to... Play um, it and then well let's ladies see. choice birthday girl's <laughs> choice <laughs>
1: birthday girl's choice well um i'll just go ahead and uh kick into it real quick yeah, and then nice. we can discuss Perfect. like after they hear it and everything okay good i love <laughs> so. that
2: There's a man I know He came around doing what he does best In an instance I could see He was not like all the rest With a flash, my attention was held, wrapped in his mist. Then I wondered why I let myself feel like this.
0: I love it. And even Lucy's getting some applause. We'd stand up, but we got microphones in our way. So obviously that was written about someone special in your life at one point in time or a conglomerate of.
1: It kind of turned into a conglomerate. So it's kind of about a couple of different things. But it primarily started, um, there was just this one guy, and it was kind of the first one that I'd really had, I guess, different feelings than I'd ever had for any other yeah, guys. So yeah. it's just a whole different experience. And yeah. that was kind of what it was about. And then the older I became, and I think when I was cleaning it up to go into the album to record, yeah. um, I went back through and rewrote a couple parts, but it kind of, it's kind of about two different people, yeah. I guess. It's so many up. of those things are. Well, and I mean, also too, they evolve right. over the years. years. I mean, gosh, yeah. I, I, even now, uh, you know, from then to now, I can play that song and it, Ace can be about a yeah. guy at the moment. Yeah, yeah, right, right, it's just, right. It's weird, but... I love but. it. So the
0: way that, and I think that's the key in my opinion to, you tell me, to a brilliant song.
1: Well, that was kind of the idea of, we discussed this at yeah. length um, yeah. beforehand, but I really... I like writing songs that can transcend and continue to be relevant. Yes. Not, and I mean, of course, there are, there's a time and place for that. I mean, I'm right, sure I've got right. some stuff that I'll release eventually. That, yeah, it's just kind of what it is. Yeah. But as far as a long term and being a classic, like the things I enjoyed listening yeah. to, if I'm gonna take my time and put my energy, I yeah. want it to be something that's gonna make sense today, tomorrow, and ten years from now. You're an old soul. I've heard that. You have. <laughs> Interesting.
0: Have. Wow. But it just, that's it's, a compliment, by the way. And thank you. You're a young person, but an old soul. Um, and, and you could say kind of woman, too. A, a woman could it could it, it transpose. that. You
1: could. It could very easily. because yeah. And that's another thing I enjoy. It's
0: not ge- uh, gen- or gender. gender yeah. yeah.
1: It's gender neutral. Yeah, it's <laughs> it can, <either>. can be. <laughs> and,
0: and, and that's a good thing in this it day is. and age, as well, we talked about. Right, right.
1: But, you know, <laughs> I just find that... I find it's more creative to do it that way, because yeah. it's almost sometimes a little harder, because you have to really think about yeah. your choice of words and yeah. you have to think about if you care enough
0: to make sure they're going to be timeless.
1: Exactly.: Well,
0: we, we ref- I referenced back about this song, the song "Beauty and the Beast." Yes, by Stevie Nicks. Who is she re- writing about? Is she writing about Mick Fleetwood? Is she writing about uh, Joe Walsh, or is it yeah. a combination?
1: You know, and you, don't, you wouldn't know unless you asked her no, specifically. Correct. But I no. think,
0: like you're so vain. I mean, in right. another, another one's kind of. A,
1: <laughs> but I think that that's um, you know that's the beauty of the mystery. You can yeah. make this, and I and I think if to the li- people that are actually listening that enjoy that kind of interaction yeah. with their music. I think that it's um, kind of like a treasure map. I think it's fun yeah. and, it, and it's an adventure.
0: Absolutely. So. Well, you touched on it a little bit earlier, but your creative process, do you, you know, uh, I've read uh, The Artist's Way by Julian Cameron and she talks about the morning pages. You know, you get up every morning and you write 15 minutes, just free flowing <laughs> and you don't worry about grammar. I wish I was that diligent. Is it, you know, <laughs> but it, each person has their own, you know, their own way. What is, what, so for Where me Where do you find your inspiration? For
1: me it could come from anything. Yeah. It could come from seeing some person at a bar having a you know, an interaction. It could yeah. come from me listening to a friend uh, having an issue in their life. It yeah. could come from me driving down the road and driving b- past a place I hadn't been in 10 years and yeah. going, oh, I remember that. And then you get some stroke.
0: Normally, how do you capture it then? I, I,
1: I always have pen and paper okay. around.
0: So you're, mm-hmm. you're right now.
1: I, I've always done that. Yeah. Um, when I really started getting uh, uh, more into this, uh, yeah. really focusing on it, I guess, and op- opening that door yeah. in my personality and and creativity uh you know things just come to me and that's when I write it down and take advantage of it because you don't know when the next time is going to be it could be a month it could be a couple years um so I just now with our phones being able to record um sometimes I'll hum something out or just pick up my guitar real quick and knock it out or but normally it's the lyrics
0: I was just going to ask that Mm -hmm. question so those lyrics come for which is a singer-songwriter, that would kind of make sense. You know, the
1: older I've gotten and the, and the longer I've done this, it, it varies now. Ah, it used mm. to just be lyrics. Okay. And it would usually have a melody attached somewhere for the most part. And it's funny because I could write it down and for some reason I would remember that. Yeah. I didn't necessarily have to specifically get that melody out. I could look at it and remember. I don't know how or why, but yeah. I could. Um now the older I'm getting, that's not getting much easier. So hey, hey don't phone, be talking about getting older. That phone, is, that phone comes in handy. handy, right? 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 <laughs> but but um, now though, it's interesting. Sometimes it'll all come at one time. Yeah. Sometimes it'll just be a guitar part. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be at, like a little lick on a guitar that would become the hook. Yeah. And um, thank goodness, one of my duo partners I'm working very seriously with now, Dave Honorado. Yeah. I can I can hum it to him over the phone. He goes, "Oh, I know how to do that," yeah. and we're good because he can play things that I can hear in my head and I cannot do. Yeah, and I could, but he can do it faster and, and way more efficient right, and make right. it sound better than I ever could. So that's so it.
0: you picked up uh, singing it four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Who were you? Who who were some of the. The, the go-to. So
1: this is, is a funny anyway. story. Yeah. I don't even remember this. My So when uh, Bruce Springsteen was out with Born in the USA sure, sure. and, you know, my mother always had some kind of music on during the day, but mm. she had a treadmill that was outside. And I apparently was outside just screaming into the handle of it, like a microphone singing Born in the USA. At that age. And she said, and you weren't even, re- you couldn't really, you, your 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 words, you weren't enunciated, yeah, right? Because yeah. I was, I think I was maybe three. But to it moved degree. you.
0: It, it hit at that,
1: And I don't remember uh-huh. this, but I she, you know, yeah. at that age, I mean, that's, right. I can't remember a time I wasn't that into it. Wow. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And then I had the good fortune of, um, you know, my grandfather and great-grandfather were both preachers. So uh, we were in church and, sexy. you know, I- Such I'd, a
0: common denominator, I yes. find, in talking <laughs> to musicians. The church, just a bedrock.
1: Well, and the funny thing is, you know, we were Southern Baptists. So, Not you know, sure. versus like being in a good gospel church where right. they're really singing. Yeah. It was interesting. My you brother, had to hold
0: back a little bit. My
1: brother no, well, my brother and I we have we have some really funny jokes just because, you know, it's real southern and it's, sits, you know, it's real it was real uh uh just yeah. It it was just interesting. Yeah. But the thing that helped me was I was there. I could be there when there was nobody in the building, I could be there when there's lots of people, and I would just stand there and just Belt out whatever you had I no wanted. Yeah, no fear. Well, no, there was no one there, uh, and I had the opportunity to play with microphones and just yeah. sit at the piano. And I had no idea what I was doing; I just mess around. Yeah. And then when I got a little bit older, my it was a, my grandfather would let me sing a song here or there with my grandmother because uh, she was a phenomenal singer, and uh, so was he. Yeah. But um, you so know, you
0: would classify them as sort of role model, mentor.
1: Um, I would say more of just like I had I was given an opportunity to to yeah. kind of be they on stage. You. Yeah. Right, to be on stage, because it's, you know, it's kind of intimidating. And sure. thank goodness at that, that age, I literally did, you're right, I you're had fearless. no
0: fear. yeah, right.
1: <laughs> Got older, and then it's like, oh, this is real. No, that's <laughs> not
0: true, because in the run-up to the show, you told me that you will, uh, from the audience, mm-hmm. take a request of a right. song you don't know.
1: But that's, you know, that's growth, though. But I mean... But that's you, fearless. It is, yes. But I remember a I short mean, time when I first started, you know, that was, it was difficult having... You know, thinking about yourself as a kid, how could I do that? And then you get up and, you know, I wanted to do it, but I remember battling nerves hard at the beginning. And now, gosh, you know, thank goodness, but um, I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Yeah. Well, I think there's a story about, uh, I believe it's Carly Simon who had stage fright, got stage fright and had Mm -hmm. to overcome that. So it's part of the process. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. So you are singing young. When did you recognize or when did you start writing down, you know, when did you start putting a?
1: So that came some, uh, I want to say sometime in elementary school between fourth and fifth grade. Really? One of my friends that I was, uh, her mother, tragically, she succumbed to depression and Uh, eventually suicide. And we were so young, but she, for some reason, she called me all the time to talk about it and, you know, cried out and, Mm I don't know what Cried made her. Cried out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, at that <clears throat> age, you know, you can't hop in the car and drive out of their house. And right. so it's like a phone hug, I guess, yeah. being there, but listening. And she had some ideas and melodies. And so through over the phone, we'd sit on the phone in the afternoons. And that was kind of the first time I remember writing a full-blown song and mm. I couldn't play anything. Yeah, And I think at, I want to say I actually uh, took it to our youth uh, choir director later yeah. on, like when I was probably sixth or seventh grade, because I've had it ever since. And then I eventually, um, <clears throat> after that uh, meeting with him and yeah. talking with him about just how do you structure a song? Right. How do you do this? Right. And so he kind of wrote down, you know, well, you want to have this way, this way, this way. And that yeah. kind of helped, I guess, for future. It's almost like learning how to write an essay yeah. kind of thing. But then when I started playing guitar, that was actually one of the first songs I, I wrote and... Yeah. Because I then knew I had a basic understanding of how to find notes on yeah. my guitar without knowing exactly what I was doing or what I was playing. But yeah. that was the first song I wrote.
0: Is it was any on on this? No, no it's yeah. uh,
1: just because it's, it's it was too, so it yeah. was so young. or yes. I was nineteen yeah. when I wrote it. Right, but right. um, you know, it's still it's not a bad song. But there's at this point where I'm at, yeah. I need to go back and revisit, and I could make it right. ten times better. Which right, right. eventually maybe I will. Yeah. But it was the first thing well, I wrote. The last
0: DJ wants to encourage you to do stuff like that. Yes, <laughs> we need more original music, and y'all go out and buy some original music. Go out and buy, some, <laughs> download, or however you get Kristen Tinley's. Uh, cry out to the night.
1: So uh, on my website, it's yes. kristintinsley.com. Yep. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, there, uh, there is, it's available on Amazon, yep. CD Baby, and Google Play. Brilliant. And But you can get to all that through my website yeah. the quickest and
0: easiest. Yeah. Perfect. So say that again.
1: kristintinsley.com.
0: Brilliant. So go out and do something. Take Please. action. And, go. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about the gigs she's got. or, or where, We're going to talk about maybe where she's when she's not playing. Because <laughs> she's playing all the time. So we're going to take a short break. This is a sponsor near and dear to my heart, Foundation for Premature Infants. And uh, when we come back, because Foundation for Premature Infants is so cool and focused on those little people, uh, we're going to roll all the way through to close without commercial break. So y'all stay with us. Have that beverage in hand. We are blessed to have Deep Roots Wine Market and Tasting Room. Dana Gorella, who featured us with that 2017 Estate Rosé that we are all enjoying.
1: It's very good. I, we
0: need another bottle. Dana, <laughs> <laughs> where's that second bottle? Yeah. And, you know, when you have, uh, Dana, when you have events at uh, wine, uh, the uh, Deep Roots Wine Market and Tasting Room, definitely consider Kristen as an uh, artist uh, have, because she can play to. solo, duo, uh, duo or uh, in Trio, a group.
4: Band, Anything. Whatever.
0: She'll do it any way she <laughs> wants. So we're going to take a short break, y'all, and we'll be right back. Ride the vibe. Michael Litton, last DJ. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The foundation for premature infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants, or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. You're back on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play and playing some brilliant music from Kristen Tinsley off her Cry Out the Night debut album. And we are in the DRS-Atlanta.com studio here in Roswell, GA, just having a fascinating conversation, drinking some delicious wine. And right before break, we were talking about your creative process and, you know, how you work all that and upcoming gigs. So let's, I mean, where are you? When are you not playing?
1: (laughs) So Mondays I'm off. <laughs> I'm in a coma usually sleeping, yeah, I bet. trying to catch up. Um, but typically I play Thursday through Sundays. Yeah. Um right now, just because it's the first of the year, yeah. everything's on a little bit of a lull yeah. for your week your weeknights. But um But
0: they can catch you where coming up. Give a so couple. tomorrow
1: right. I am playing at Smoke Jack in yeah. Alpharetta.
0: Perfect. Um let's That's see. solo. That's a solo game. Solo, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: let's see. And by the time I'm thinking as far as Let's see. Friday I will be at Keegan's yep. with uh, my trio. I'm nice. playing with Jason Pomar and Nathan Lathouse okay. out there at, at the Smyrna location yep. from 10 to 2, I believe. Yeah. And uh then Sunday I will be at what Sunday is it? I believe Monkey monkey Barrel okay. this, this coming Sunday. She, she from has so
0: many gigs, she can't even remember them all. 11.30. The hardest working woman in show business. And you can go to your website.
1: Yes, my calendar is on my website.
0: All on your website. Mm-hmm. They can check it out there. They can get the music there. So they definitely want to go there.
1: Right. And then one, one thing I'm really excited about yeah. that's coming up is the end of this month, uh, the... 28th and 29th, yeah. I will be at Wild Wing out uh, in Alpharetta, Alpharetta, or Augusta. Okay. Augusta, I'm sorry. Wow. Um, There's two locations yep. out there. So I'll be at the Grove Town location on the 29th and yeah. the Augusta, that's uh the Augusta location yeah. that is on the 28th. I'm trying to pull this all from memory right, all right now, but it's all on my good. website. Well, it's yeah, all the that's addresses need and go. times are on my website. Well, I could,
0: That's why I didn't try to even attempt it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then uh, the other big one I'm really excited about, um, if I've got any uh, Tennessee Pigeon Forge fans out yeah. there that are happen to be listening or yeah. friends that want to go, I do have some friends that they've already booked rooms. Oh, nice. It's going to be fun. Yeah. But I'm playing the Hard Rock Cafe in Pigeon Forge wow. in March. It's nice. on the, uh, let's see, it's a, 13th and 14th. Yeah. It's a Friday, Saturday. So yeah. I'm doing two shows back to back.
0: And that's uh, solo?
1: Uh, yes, it's solo, solo. And that's in March. Wow. So, that. but I'm really excited about that. Yeah. So and that was, thank you to Lucy. Lucy. Lucy yes. Piller yes. with
0: All Right Now Entertainment right out of uh, East Cobb. And she She's knows a, everybody.
1: Awesome. yes, she does. <laughs> we We talked about it actually.
0: We jenilect awesome. her. and I and I have to put a I have to put a shout out or a, a plug to uh, Tom Liddell. Tom with Atlanta plays it forward, who books all the alive in Roswells and all of the music on the hills. You got to consider Kristen Tinsley a local girl. <laughs> and Lee J. Howard, who books, Both the Chattahoochee Nature Center's uh, Sunday events Mm -hmm. down on the river, a beautiful venue down there, and Riverside Sounds, the first Saturday of the month. Lee Jay, consider Kristen Tinsley.
1: And actually, Lee Jay, I met you years ago. (laughs) See that? So So it's all
0: coming full circle. (laughs)
1: It's been a while since we spoke, but yes, I met him a long
0: time ago. So I think we ought to hear the title track okay, off of your debut album, Cry Out to the Night. Awesome. And then we're going to come back and chat about it. And I had to enunciate it like that. So I didn't get it confused with (laughs) call out my name. I know it's it's confusing. No, no, no. Only (laughs) to a simple minded uh, last DJ. Hey, I wrote it and
1: I do it. So it's okay. (laughs) Oh, good. good, Thank you. You're You're not the the only one. Good.
0: Brilliant. All right. Well, let's hear a little bit of cry out the night and then we'll be right back and chat more. Let's it in the last DJ playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say a shout out to the late great brilliant uh who left us way too early Tom Petty who had a very unique relationship with Stevie Nicks
1: yes he did
0: and you and I were talking about uh Stevie Nicks was in the process of writing her Trouble in Shangri-La yes CD and she went to Tom as the story goes Mm -hmm. and said hey Tom You know, you wouldn't let me in the heartbreakers because I'm a girl. You're right. (laughs) But would you write some songs for me? And he said, no. (laughs)
1: He he said, you write your songs yourself.
0: Yeah. And so she crafted the lyrics. She said, will you write this song for me? He says, no, you write your songs yourself. That made me stronger and it made me hold on to me. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was from that made me stronger, the song.
1: Yes, and it's on her. It was, let's see, 2000. It was, I can't remember if it was 2001 or 2000. She released yeah. that, but Sheryl Crow produced it, but it was called Trouble in Shangri La. Yeah. And um, that had a huge influence as well yeah. during this period of recording yeah. my album because yeah. it was really neat listening to her, her music with Fleetwood Mac, yeah. her solo stuff early in the 80s and how with it was
0: when, when she did, I mean, you and I talked about you have that album. The Buckingham, Buckingham Nicks, but that was
1: before, yeah, yeah way, way back before way back. Fleetwood Mac too. Yeah. which actually, if you listen to that, you can clearly see where Fleetwood Mac went from a blues band to the sound that yes. they had yes. have now, yeah,
0: right? Because exactly.
4: <laughs> it was all,
1: I mean, Buckingham Nicks basically is what we know as Fleetwood Mac, correct? Clearly, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, it really helped me <laughs> learn how they took certain instruments and effects from then, yeah. and they, you know different effects or they used it in a different way, um, put it in different spots. You know, back in the 80s, it was all pads. Then, you know, now they were doing different things. They were using more vocals as a pad, which was kind of cool. But that the whole album was amazing. But that one particular song, when we discussed it, it was just, it was really cool. And, you know, point in case where you can get uh, inspiration from, it was a conversation. And, you know, that's what she put it put on the album it was very yeah, very cool song.
0: and if people haven't gone out and listened well i i you know you've you've talked about how it's a struggle to play original music in the bar scene <laughs> it, talk a little bit about about talk more about that
1: well it's uh you know so if any of my musician friends or any musicians listening yeah. uh you know it's for for me personally when I'm there and I've been doing this for so long, you kind of can gauge when it's appropriate and when it's not. Right. And you can engage too when it's appropriate kind of to play different, you know, a song at certain times yeah. um, because if you're not, en- if and it's not even a matter of you ha- having done something wrong as far as engaging the crowd. It's just a matter. Your crowds are different. Right. Sometimes they're super into it and they're, they're talking to you and that's as a, as an entertainer that makes my job so much more fun because yeah. then you're really connecting. Then there's times that you try to connect and you're trying to bring them in and it's just, you're not, it's not working. It's not gonna happen. So you have to, you know, kind of regroup and get a new game plan. Yeah, you're the, and, you know, so in my mind, as far as the original thing goes, when you're having those kind of situations, I just don't, for me personally, I just would rather play cover stuff Mm -hmm. because I don't see the reason why I'm going to take something that's in really important to me yeah. that I would love for them to hear.
0: And they're not going to. And no to. one
1: is yeah. listening. Yeah. W- then you could sometimes take it as another way and try new stuff out, which I have <laughs> done before because yeah. n- clearly no one's listening. but, yeah, but um, and that's you know, Shame on you audiences out there. It sucks and it's hard, but it's just yeah. the nature of it. And yeah. you have to take it for what it's worth. And and for me, I've just, you don't take it personally. Right. And half the time they're listening and they come and tell you how awesome it is. And I'm going, literally, no one has clapped or paid one bit of attention, but sometimes they they are. You never know. So I just try to be conscientious of when it's appropriate to do certain things. And I find, as, as an artist, the response that you want playing your original stuff, I find I get the best response from it when they ask me, because yeah. then they are listening. Yeah. They're staring right at you yeah. and they're listening.
0: And said, Christine, play Sabrina. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or just an original song, yeah, period, right. because they are so interested. But right. then that makes it worth it, because yeah. then I feel like I'm not just singing out into you know darkness. There's yeah. somebody sitting there wanting to hear this. And that... Um, That's what you ultimately want as an artist, I believe. I mean, you wouldn't be doing it if you didn't. There's a reason why you wrote it. And there's a reason why, you know, you want people to hear it. And I just find that that's more gratifying for me because, you know, unfortunately, because it is my job, quote unquote. I'm going to be playing something regardless and I can take it or leave it. And if I'm going to play originals, I'd rather have. That kind of a response. Feedback, yeah. Because I'm, at this point in my career, I'm not trying... Unless it's an original gig where yeah. I'm supposed to play that, that's yeah. something different. But at this point, I'm just in there trying to party time. Yeah, I want, I'm right. trying to get people up dancing or entertain them yeah. at some capacity. I'm not trying to sit there and play stuff they've never heard. Why do you think...
0: I mean, I, I, I go back... I harken back to you know the days of the coffee houses of Greenwich Village and such... <laughs> you know, it was all original music. Mm -hmm. There wasn't really cover. And we've lost so much of that. Well, and I get why the mm-hmm. economics, but from your perspective.
1: Well, I just think, so if I, um, if any artists were in a, if you were to be in a coffee shop and see that, I think the mindset is different, yeah. even as a patron, because that's what you expect in a coffee shop. Because right. that's the kind of the stigma now. Yeah. Oh, you know, the for a while it was the guys and they're writing their books on their laptops or right. something. And and back then that's what you expected. You go in a coffee shop and there's a guy and sitting you're there. you're
0: going to hear Dylan play, you know, a new song.
1: But you expect, to hear original stuff that's that is that vibe and that atmosphere just like if you go to Eddie's Attic or if you go to an open mic
0: so there are some venues like that but not Mm -hmm. as many
1: Um, I'm trying to think uh, like a Red Clay. Yeah. You know, uh, if you go to any, there's places like that. That's what you, that's expected. Yeah. yeah. Um, but when I'm sitting, when you're sitting in a sports bar or, you know, a bar with 10 games on, yeah,
4: you're the guys the sitting background.
1: at the bar are sitting there knocking drinks back. They don't want to hear, right. you know, they want to hear, you know, something, something familiar. Right. Right, right. So I think it's just what the expectation as well. Good. So, and, um,
0: well, even more reason for me to <laughs> beat the drum, so to speak for the Roswell venues, Right. Alive in Roswell Music on the Hill And uh, Riverside Sounds Chattahoochee Nature Center Just to name a few To feature local uh, Atlanta-based Or Southeast regional music, uh, musicians That play original music And I think we need to hear uh, What happened to the children If we could Oh yeah I love that song
1: Yeah
2: Little time to stop and wonder why we run so fast to the other side of the mirror. Losing bits of innocence, time brings more rage as the wind takes us away.
0: Back on Ride the bike, Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play. And in this case, playing Kristen Tindley's brilliant uh, new album or debut album, Cry Out to the Night. And that song is not on that album.
1: No, it is
0: not. What Happened to the Children, but she has released it as a single. So if you want to hear the rest of that song, you are going to have to go out and download that. <laughs> Pay that 99 cents or a buck 29. Come on. That's not even a, I don't know what it is and even anything. There's nothing about it. That, that rate, you can't even buy a stamp for that. I don't like think anymore. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think so, every time I go mail just a basic letter, it's I was going to so.
0: say <laughs> a Starbucks, but that's like ten dollars. So yeah. that'd be like oh, you get the whole album for that. I know, right. So, so talk about the backstory on that song.
1: Um, so that was uh that that song came about. Um, a friend of mine had asked me to help with a project, yeah. and it was a film, and uh, I knew kind of what it was about, and the inspiration we were just discussing, Yeah, I was driving down the road and I happened to come across my old elementary mm. school. Cause I was, I, I just was, I was, I like to, I, first of all, I'd never been asked to write off of a script. Yeah. I'd never been asked something sp- that specific yeah. to write a story around. And I just needed to kind of marinate on it and think, and yeah. I was driving and I'd passed my old elementary school mm. and I happened to look over and remember this oak tree next to the playground that we used to play at all the time. And Mm. I'm, you know, at this point in the day, there were no kids out there. But even though I knew it was late, it made me think, wow, you know, where are the kids, number one? And then that nostalgia of how I, that feeling driving by and what I remembered feeling from a child, it just made me wonder, you know, kind of what happened to that? Where does it go? And I think as adults, even though we have to, Work and be responsible. We do just about everything we can to <laughs> go have fun and act like children yeah. on purpose. Yeah. And, yeah. but you still that innate is ability and that carefree yeah. is not quite all the way there. And that just made me think what happened to that? Where did it go? And why is everything in the world, period, just kind of the way that it is in chaos? Some, a lot of times, you know what I mean? Yeah. As much as you let it allow it in. You know uh,
0: anyway, so but, what happened know. to the children, and I'm thinking about the Cat Stevens song? Where do the uh, children play well <laughs> A- any any
1: not really yeah. I, I mean I, I like cat Stevens yeah. i was i didn't I've never really listened to that yeah. intent unless it just kind of happened to come up, right, right. but I am familiar with that, that song, but yeah. it just I don't know it, it just that that little thought kind of helped me write the whole story around that. And I went, that's the, that's the course, that's the hook right there. So, but yeah.
0: So this is a compliment. You are, you are hauntingly familiar (laughs) because your voice and your music and your writing and your inspiration is so Stevie Nicks-ish.
1: Yes, (laughs) it is.
0: And I think that's a good thing.
1: Um, yeah, I,
0: that's not a bad, I mean, it's not right. bad to be <laughs> put in that category. Right. right. So along those lines, you're working on a project to kind of highlight that a bit.
1: Uh, yes. Um, so just out of nowhere, yeah. uh, the- what do you believe
0: out of nowhere? You you don't believe that, do well,
1: you? I say out of nowhere. So the uh, one of the, a bass player that I work with, yeah. um, I'm also very good friends with. Yeah, he uh, we uh, we have done some things at Velvet Note mm-hmm. out in Alpharetta mm-hmm. quite a bit. And the great owner, venue. If yes. you haven't been to
0: Velvet Note. Oh, it's Tamera, wonderful. Tamara. Tamra, awesome. Yeah, killer place.
1: But she did not know. She knew that I played outside of the band, yeah. but she ha- did not know much about what I could do or anything. And he just dropped in passing, like...
0: not out of the band, you're talking about the Atlanta, uh, Atlanta, Nebraska. Nebraska. And we'll talk about them a little bit, but...
1: And uh, so, anyway, he just kind of dropped a a line and said, you know, if Kristen can do, like, Stevie Nicks right now or Fleetwood Mac, she knows all that stuff. And she said, I'd like to do that. We haven't uh, talked about a date and gotten a date set yet, but... She does want to book it. We're yeah. hopefully going to have a date within the next week or so. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it's been getting through the holidays and needing to talk sure, about sure. the date. But the the guys are on board. Um, got so they want list. to like
0: your Facebook page. Yes. Check out your website, yes. kristentinsley.com. Dot com. And then be on the lookout for that.
1: And the cool thing about this, just one more little yeah, point. Yeah, sure. No. It's we're, we're doing specifically not... The Rhiannon. real popular stuff. Yeah. That one actually is not on the list. Yeah. And the reason being is because, you know, everybody's so, so familiar right. with it, which is not a bad thing. Oh, right. But I, I mean... You're going to go
0: back to the b sides or Buckingham Knicks. We are. Or,
1: we're going to do a Buckingham yeah. Knicks tune. We're doing... Frozen Love. Yep, yeah, Frozen, Frozen Love. Love. That is just amazing. The guitar player, when he heard it, he goes, that's yeah, We got to do awesome. that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I so wanted- it's
0: a cover, but yet it's... Not one you would hear out. No. So that makes it, I mean, that's unique. That's worth going to the Velvet Note to hear a live band (laughs) play a song that you're not going to hear. Because well, Buckingham Nicks probably are never going to play that song together.
1: Yeah, I've I've never heard it no, again. Not, right. uh, not since. Not unless you
0: listen to I mean, the album. I get album. chills thinking about that. And I have. That's one album I have because <laughs> I the... was in lust with Stevie Nicks on the cover. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is a really cool. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> cover. If you guys haven't seen it, go to Mojo Vinyl in Roswell and check out some vinyl. <laughs>
1: But uh, you, but the thing is, too, we're not doing songs that are so obscure that you're going to sit there and be bored. Yeah. It's just stuff that maybe you heard, but it has not been shoved yeah. in your face right. on the radio like yeah. every other song. Well, that
0: album didn't get played at all, hardly. Bucky uh, I, mean. I
1: I Honestly, I don't, I've never heard it on the radio. No, no. Um, I, I, the only reason I have it was somebody early on in my career burned it for me and gave it to yeah. me. They don't even so. really
0: play much. Stevie Nicks other than Stop Dragging My Heart Around or and Edge of 17, yeah. you know. Nah, and nah. see, and
1: we didn't put any of that on there. We were doing stuff off the Belladonna album, yeah. but I wanted to do the title track, Belladonna. Yeah,
3: brilliant song.
1: It's a beautiful song. Yeah. And then also, um, the guitar player, he's such a great singer. Yeah. I wanted to feature him a lot, so he loves Lindsay, and yeah. so we're doing like world turning. Mm. It's a Christine Lindsay duet. We're doing yeah. um, everybody always wants to stop dragging my heart around, which yeah. I love that song. Yeah, but song. So, so is leather and lace. I right. don't hear that very often, no. so Let's why do not do else, that? Yeah. I'm trying to pick stuff that people know but don't hear all the time, and it would be fun for the musicians and kind of feature everyone, yeah. like um, Songbird, yeah. uh, Christine McVie. Song. My keyboard player is amazing, and it just I wanted to feature the band too because yeah. that a lot. lot of guys and bands, they don't get that, and it's kind of a shame, and it's always just the singer. I love it. So, stay
0: tuned for that. Yeah. The Velvet (laughs) Note.
1: Sometime in the summer. Another
0: great venue that will allow, or not allow, but promotes or, or oh, books artists absolutely. that are doing original and great They music. have,
1: um, now, I don't remember the nights so that they do it. I, I don't know if it. If they've got a set night for this year or if it moves around, yeah. but they have amazing jams, so any musicians out there looking for blue uh, Thursday
0: it, is uh, jam night, is and it, I think okay. they're doing blues on Wednesday. And but then,
1: there are great musicians that come through yeah. there, um, and they... Like you said, we they do the jam nights, but yeah. just a great venue, and it's a listening room. There's no TVs, yeah. so talk about wanting Praise to get the original, Lord. Yeah, to
0: get out.
1: <laughs> if you want to be heard yeah. and actually do, you know, have a and captive people audience, people are listening.
0: Yeah, they listen.
1: There's nothing else for them well, to this, do. This,
0: <laughs> uh, this hour has just absolutely flown by. It sure, gosh, it's, it's so unbelievable. Sure <laughs> but we we we'd be I'd be remiss as the last DJ if I didn't get in another one of your songs.
1: Awesome, uh, I'm ready. What
0: she can't have.
1: Oh, yeah. Which I, I
0: love, too. I, I mean, love I love all song. of them, but what she can't have. So we're going to play just a little bit of this one. And I believe this is out as just a single.
1: This isn't even out. Oh, it's not this even is, out. Yeah. Whoa. This was just an acoustic, um, like when I sent it to you, yeah. it was just a, a video that happened. They needed a backup track, and this was what the backup was. <laughs> but it's not recorded, it's not released. It's just, um, there's a YouTube video that you can watch. We're
0: honored (laughs) that you're gonna play a little, we're gonna play a little bit of, not not the whole thing, because it's coming out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, What She Can Have.
2: She can often bring men down to their knees without ever really knowing how But the one she always wishes would fall never seemed to ever come around and before she even knows she turns around and is surrounded by so many faces old and new but no it's never you and she lies awake and wonders if it's worth it holding on to the hope and dream that one day he will see And she what she wants Sometimes it's not that bad But the one thing That eludes her Is the man that she Can't have It's not easy Living a charm Life Well, one Becomes more haunted As time Goes by Losing my sight so far in the past. I wake up and know this life's not mine. Before she ever knows she turns around and is surrounded.
0: You are back on Ride the Vibe. That is what she can have. Love that song, too. And you all, you're hearing it in audio track for the first time on ride the vibe because it's only on in video mm-hmm. but you want to stay tuned for that coming out on a, hopefully a project that kristen's gonna release uh, down the road because it's been way too long she's far too talented and got <laughs> such a brilliant voice and great writing uh she needs to do another cd in my opinion so i'm gonna i want to put it out there
1: yeah that's so uh that is in the works. Um, now, we we don't have any time frame, yeah, but uh, right. my, like I mentioned earlier, my my duo partner, Dave, yeah. uh, Honorado, we have really made a point to where we're buckling down. Yeah, uh, we've talked it. about it. We, we started to do it last year. Yeah. I've got the studio, uh, my home studio, about ready to rock and roll. And we, he and I have started to, we've got time scheduled to get together. Good. I have a list of things. And I said... You know, yeah. sometimes the woman's just got to take the reins and I'm just going to. All write it the down time. You know, we should be a matriarchal society.
0: <laughs> We're almost out of time. It's been fascinating. It's flown by. The music is stellar.
1: I appreciate it so Parting,
0: much. Parting comments? Any? any?
1: Um, I just thank you and Wahid for having me here this evening. Right. And thank you, Lucy. Lucy, for yeah, for putting facilita- everything together. Yeah,
0: for facilitating yeah. it. So you have an open invitation when that new. We'd be honored. Ride the Vibe would be honored when you get that CD. This has been fascinating. Michael Litton, last DJ, Ride the Vibe. Kristen Tinsley playing songs off A Cry Out to the Night, her debut CD, plus some music you haven't heard other than on her website, (laughs) KristenTinsley.com. We're out of here. Thank you so much.
4: Thank you.